back to another episode of ecto one radio i'm andy and i am your host this show is brought to you by the ticket stubs and cassette tapes podcast that is a podcast where i cover um all all other movies and tv shows that are not ghostbusters related um, but it's all together on one podcast feed for you so you can check those out on the channel as well um, all of the Ghostbusters related stuff, Ecto One Radio, also some video gaming, are available on the Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes YouTube channel. That may be where you're listening to this now. Um, if you are, be sure to check out the podcast feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, today is December the 16th, 2023. It has been a few weeks uh, since our last episode of Ecto One Radio. On the last episode, we talked about and reviewed the uh, the first trailer, teaser trailer for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Um, a few weeks have passed. We haven't really gotten much more than that, but we have gotten a couple of things that we're going to discuss. A couple of uh, news articles regarding uh, some of the stuff being said about the movie by people who are in the movie as well as some other marketing material that have popped up for uh, this upcoming March release date uh, film, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. So looking forward to talking about, um, you know, all those updates. Um, Just to kind of give you an update on the show as a whole here. So like I said, today is December the 16th. Um, Next weekend is Christmas. And then you get into the New Year's and then... You know, boom, we're roughly two and a half months away uh, from the release date of the movie. The show is going to ramp up after Christmas here, Um, just to give everyone a heads up. um, My usual recording release date has been set about two weeks apart, and obviously we've had some breaks in there, um, especially during the times where, uh, you know, any news... was just not coming out we were getting nothing regarding the new movie really um and we had some downtime a lot of it had to do with you know my personal life and you know moving and starting a new job and doing you know traveling and all those sorts of things so um we've been out of a regular rhythm here for a couple months or so but we're going to get back into a regular rhythm um and and probably honestly we we probably will ramp up um the podcast or the ecto one radio show release dates 
uh, probably to like every week uh, once January, maybe mid-January hits. So, <clears throat> yeah, just be out, be on the lookout for that. Um, I'll give you more updates um, after Christmas on how that's going to go. But the marketing train for this movie is really about to pick up. Um, we're sort of coming into that time frame now where we're probably going to begin to be bombarded by marketing material. And, you know, as I've talked about before, I'm not going to cover every single thing that comes out in the marketing material, mostly because, especially with this being a March, a late March release date, when you start to get into late February, early March, they'll probably just start giving plot points of the movie away and a lot of spoilers, what, you know, basically any of us would consider spoilers, you know, TV spots and all those types of things tend to start doing that as you get really close to the release of the movie. Um, so I'm kind of going to be careful in what I talk about, but at the same time, you know, we will talk trailers, we will talk posters, we will talk, you know, any news we get out of interviews as we get closer. So yeah, the show's going to ramp up. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, to me, this is kind of, th this episode right here is kind of the unofficial kickoff to uh, the marketing ramp up for this movie. When they released the first trailer, I really felt as though um, that was going to be something that was just kind of going to get put out there so that they could get it into theaters and have it play in front of a bunch of movie releases and sort of start that train. But really, I feel like after Christmas is when the train will really get going and, and we'll start getting things pretty consistently. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's just, it's always great to talk Ghostbusters and, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, any and all of the marketing material that we're about to get hit with. So for today, for this episode, um, I wanted to pull up some articles from Ghostbusters news, um, relating to frozen empire and, you know, some of the little snippets of news we've gotten pretty recently, regarding this movie. One of them is, um, you know, a pretty considerably big topic, uh, when it comes to the new movie, I think it's something worth, you know, talking about and, you know, it relates to an original character. It relates to, you know, sort of a character arc that's going to take place in, um, in frozen empire. And we've already sort of seen a little bit of it in afterlife. So I think that it's worth talking about. So we'll just start there for today. And, uh, you know, from Ghostbusters News, once again, you know, giving a shout out to Jason over at Ghostbusters News. He does a great job um, at keeping uh, keeping the public informed. Um, so, you know, I always enjoy, um, you know, checking out the website and the YouTube channel and all that. So just giving him a free little plug there. Um, I'm reading an article from three days ago now. It's, it's pretty recent news um, where... Uh, you know, Dan Aykroyd reveals Ghostbusters Frozen Empire plot details and calls his character resentful. So, you know, this, this comes from Dana Carvey and David Spade's podcast. It's called Fly on the Wall. So I actually heard this, heard um, Dan Aykroyd talking about this um, by listening to that podcast because I'm a regular listener of that podcast it's very good if you're someone who's really into saturday night live at least you know like old older saturday night live um 
you know, from the seventies to the early two thousands, even up till the early two thousand tens, especially like I am. Um, it's a great podcast to listen to because obviously you have two SNL uh, SNL alums, you know, running the show there, but they also have a lot of um, you know people who were on the show um, on their podcast, as well as a lot of other comedic actors and all that. So um, I do enjoy that that podcast, um, you know, quite a bit. So free plug for them as well. But uh, that is where this interview took place was on that podcast with Dan Aykroyd and. You know, this is where um, these comments that I'm about to read off, that's where it came from. So I actually heard these, you know, driving home from work and, um, you know, it really kind of sparked some thoughts in my mind. And, you know, this is something I want to talk about um, on the podcast here, but we'll get into the quotes. Um, first off, um, Ackroyd mentions, quote, we are ready to go in March with a spectacular new release, a great new story. And it's going to be hot and really fun, scary, whole new generation handing handing it to the kids. Um, so that's just kind of a general, you know, overall, you know, just comment about the movie. You know that they're getting ready to release it in March, and you know, of course, Dan Aykroyd, he's great at building up, you know, his projects. Um, he does mention, um, quote, an entity is found in a psycho, psychometrically charged object. So this is something we've actually touched on before. Um, this is not really new. He's, he's mentioned this before where, um, you know, it kind of centers around, um, you know, a ghost being found in something that they, they have or they've found. Um, so we kind of know that that, you know, that plays into... Um, you know, what's going to happen in the movie. Um, and I've seen some people try to take little bits from the trailer and, you know, point, point out like maybe what he could be talking about. Um, you know, a lot of people feel that, you know, maybe Kamel Nanjiani's character maybe is some kind of collector and maybe he's, he has something that he reveals to the Ghostbusters and, um, you know, possibly this object could you know, possess an evil spirit in it. Um, you know, a lot of people point to the horn that we see in the trailer, uh, this this monster-type character putting a horn into its head. You know, maybe it's possible that that horn could be the object. Um, but we just don't know, right? We, we just don't have enough, you know, detail from a, a two-minute trailer and a few comments to, to put all that together. Um, and you know, I don't know that I really want to put it all together anyway. I'd like to, uh, you know, sort of let the movie deliver that storyline to me, but it is fun to talk about and, uh, you know, theorize, but getting to the main quote here that brought all the attention, Ackroyd says, quote, I do the enthusiastic wants to believe everything kind of a resentful that things have passed him by Ghostbuster in this one because he's no longer licensed. So what he's essentially saying is that Ray is still Ray. He's enthusiastic. He wants to believe everything, but he's kind of resentful that things have passed him by. I think, you know, ghost busting has passed him by. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of talk about that, this quote so far since, you know, he said it and, you know, people's theories on it and, you know, I have some thoughts on it myself. Um, I'll kind of start here with that. 
I can understand, um, maybe from his perspective, you know, I can understand why that would be the case. I can understand, you know, why he would feel that way towards, um, maybe not someone in particular, but just towards, uh, I guess life in a way that life has sort of dealt him a bad hand. You know, he wanted to do this, you know, more than anything. They had some, some success in the eighties, obviously, you know, after the 84 thing, the business kind of died off because, you know, they were buried under lawsuits and all that. And then in, you know, in 89, obviously the business came back, but then we know from afterlife, you know, the business tapered off after that again. And, um, you know, obviously they've for you know, several, several years leading into afterlife, it's just been kind of a dead entity and, you know, no pun intended. Um, and, um, you know, it, it just kind of seems like the, the chips have been stacked against the Ghostbusters as a whole because, they can't really keep a business running for one reason or another. And, you know, now that the business has kind of come back in, you know, in frozen empire, um, it's, it's, it's to a point now where the, the original ghostbusters are older guys and they can't put on those packs and run around New York and, and bus ghosts anymore. And, um, you know, I, I could see where that would be tough. I could see where that would, you know, that would, um, way on a person's mind, I guess. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that you kind of see a little bit of this in afterlife and you really do. I mean, when Phoebe calls Ray's uh, bookstore and he answers, I mean, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of pissed off as it is when he answers the phone. And so you sort of see maybe a little bit there. They, maybe they've already planted the seeds a little bit to, to, to go into this character arc with him now that, you know, maybe he's just not all that happy in life. I mean, he can't even pay his own bills as it's again, as it's established in afterlife, Winston is covering the rent at Ray's bookstore. Um, you know, I'm sure it's, you know, maybe it's just the type of story arc they'll give us to, um, you know, really, really dive into the character of Ray and, and, um, and I, you know, We'll see how this goes. I have maybe a small reservation about this story arc, and you know, you know, is this the the best use of your the screen time with the character? But you know, as I've mentioned before, I'm going to trust in uh, Jason Reitman and Gil Keenan until they give me, you know, they give me any reason not to trust in them. And so far, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they knocked it out of the park with Afterlife. I'm liking what I'm seeing with Frozen Empire so far. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this story. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm really glad right now, more than anything, that a character like Ray, who is an original character, and he's had his time in the movies, I'm really glad that they're giving, um, that extra bit of story to that character. And I, I kind of hope they do the same thing with Peter and Winston and really, you know, digging into those characters. And, you know, at the end of the day, this movie has got to be comedic and it's got to be, uh, you has got to have some horror elements to it. So, you know, I'm not talking about a, a character driven drama or anything like that, but you know, it is fun to think about diving a little bit more into these characters that we've known for so long. And, 
um, you know, giving them an extra bit of, uh, of storyline there. So that does kind of excite me. Um, there's not much more to say on this right now. Uh, again, this is all we've, you know, this is all we've really gotten so far. So, um, we have to kind of take it as we get it. But, um, yeah, I did want to mention, um, you know, these quotes and, uh, yeah, I mean, what are your, what are you guys' thoughts on these quotes? Um, you know, do you think, um, that this is going to be an interesting storyline to dive into? Um, you know, maybe you don't. Um, but we'll also take a look at some comments that, uh, Kamel Nanjiani had about the movie. And this is another article, um, coming from Ghostbusters News titled Kamel Nanjiani calls Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, quote, genuinely scary, but assures fans is still a comedy. Um, so let's read through this article here. I'll, I'll read this one a little bit more verbatim. Um, the article says Ghostbusters Frozen Empire's teaser trailer certainly got fans talking, not only due to its drastic shift in tone, which has been confirmed to take some inspiration from the 1980s animated series, The Real Ghostbusters, but also due to the story's apparent high stakes, with residents of New York City and the iconic firehouse appearing in dire straits. For those worried that the film could be a, a bit light on laughs, star Kamel Nanjiani recently took part in an interview with UPI, and while there to discuss his new animated film Migration, it didn't take long for talk of Ghostbusters to come up, assuring fans that it'll be a genuinely scary comedy. He says, quote, there's some really genuinely scary stuff. The scary stuff is actually scary. <laughs> um, with NYC in the grip of the death chill, not only is the firehouse torn in half within the trailer, but the citizens are put in direct peril. Nanjiani clarifies that moments like this work both ways, including heightening the truly funny moments. He says, quote, the danger is very real and the stakes are very high. That makes the comedy even funnier, adding that, quote, everyone gets to be funny. As reported over the last few weeks, additional filming would take place in Atlanta, Georgia, wrapping on December 7th. Nanjiani would echo the news while calling some of his co-stars, quote, heroes. We actually finished a couple of days ago. Nanjiani said, I got to work with people who have been my heroes for a long time and people who I admire. Um, in other Frozen Empire news, the official Ghostbusters just shared a vi video of a lenticular theater display confirming the uh, return of the franchise's disgusting green blob, the gluttonous Slimer. Um, and this is the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. But speaking on Kamel Nanjiani's comments, um, you know, it's great that somebody's pointing that out, that, you know, you can look for this this to be scary. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, he's an actor promoting the movie, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, um, that I think given the content that we've gotten so far, uh, just in the trailer and what we've seen of the, the you know, I guess the quote-unquote main villain, um, it does look as though this movie has quite a bit of room to have some scares in it, and that's great. I mean, that's, to me, and I've said this, you know, what really makes that first film work so well, and to a degree, the, the, Ghost, the second movie, Ghostbusters 2, is that it was funny and it had the science fiction element, but it also had the horror elements. You know, I'm thinking about, um, you know, when Dana gets grabbed by that chair and dragged to the door or when, you know, Lewis Tully is about to get possessed or, 
Um, you know, even some of the, the, the ghost scenes where, uh, you know, the montage of the ghosts getting released, some of it is funny, but it, there's also some genuinely kind of like frightening stuff. Um, you know, as a kid, I remember even, you know, Slimer to a certain degree spooked me a little bit as a kid. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, it's good to hear that there's some, um, definitely some, um, you know, elements of horror, you know, are, are going to be strong in this one. And, and I'm really interested to see, um, you know, how that goes as well as comedy, right? I mean, you've got so many comedians in this movie. I mean, you know, let's just be honest. The movies, it's gotta be funny to some degree. So, you know, we'll see. Um, but I did want to just cover those comments, uh, quickly touching on the last thing that was mentioned in this article about the, uh, the poster or, it's a theater display, actually, that came out. Um, I, I obviously this is a an audio medium. I can't show you this uh, this theater display, but look it up. Ghostbusters theater display for Frozen Empire. You, if you see this thing, I love this theater display. This this thing looks straight out of 1984, with the the way the effects are lined up inside this thing with the Ecto One. You have some sort of big worm ghost on the left and you have Slimer on the right. They look like practical effects, the lightning coming out and you see the, the main villain of the movie standing, you know, center uh, of the back of the display. It, this is just great. This looks incredible. You know, again, the, the effects on this look straight out of 1984. Um, I love so far. I really, really love the, the um, detail that has been put into the marketing for this movie. And um, I think they're really going a long way to let us know, hey, look, this is a new movie. This is going to have some stuff you haven't seen before. But we're really working hard to keep, you know, capture and keep the spirit of, you know, the, the original movie. And, you know, you know, we're not copying, we're not, you know... We're not just retreading things, but at the same time, that spirit of, you know, the just the overall vibe of the movie and the effects and all that, we're, we're going to keep that, you know, intact. And so um, things like this really reinforce that. that and, and, you know, it, it makes me super excited. I love this theater display. If I could fit it into my house, I would <laughs> because it is incredibly awesome. But hey, Slimer's back. That's kind of the big thing out of this, you know, theater display is Slimer's back, and not only is he back, he looks great. He looks like the 1984 Slimer. Um, again, a practical effect, at least on this board. And um, yeah, I mean that's super exciting. I, I, I honestly expected it. I think a lot of us did um, because you know you're back in New York, you're back at the firehouse. It really only makes sense that Slimer would show up at some point in this movie. Um, we'll see how he plays into the, the story and, and how much he plays into it and how much he's on screen. Um, I wouldn't expect it would be for a lot of time, but at the same time, you know, it'll be great to see, you know, the, the green blob that we haven't seen since 1989. It'll be very interesting to, to check in and, and see what's up. So, um, yeah, this is a great piece of marketing from, uh, from Sony and, and Ghost Core. And, um, you know, it just makes me all the much more excited for this movie. As far as a next trailer, um, 
you know, somebody, uh, one, one of my friends and I were talking about this today. I really have no idea when the next trailer will release, but I, I don't suspect it will be very long after the new year. Um, again, we we have moved past that three-month window, and, you know, after the new year, we're going to be pushing into the two-month window. I really expect to get a trailer that will detail a little bit more about the plot. Uh, I think we'll have quite a bit more dialogue in it. I think you will see a little bit more of the characters. Um, and, and, again, just sort of laying out that initial few plot points and storyline and, and giving us a little bit more there. Um, and I would expect that trailer to not be very far from us at this point. Um, you know, I have heard some mentions from some folks that they believe there could possibly be, you know, a Super Bowl trailer that will, um, you know, go ahead and announce ticket sales, uh, are open for the movie which I'm looking forward to. I don't know if there's any, you know, validity to that or, you know, I think these are just guesses to be honest, but, um, you know, the Super Bowl being in, you know, early to mid February, um, that does make sense. Um, you know, that there could be something like that happen around that time. I think it just really depends on how much money, you know, Sony and ghost Corps wants to spend to market this movie. Um, and you know, Super Bowl tra trailers are not cheap, uh, to, to make and put out. So, um, we'll see, but, um, yeah, I would, I would expect that that's a very, very big possibility that that could happen. So, um, all right guys, that's pretty much all the news we had to cover today. Kind of a shorter podcast, but we'll pick back up after the new year. Um, and, uh, we'll be talking more Ghostbusters. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about at that point. But uh, before the end of the year, I just want to say to everybody, thanks for being a listener. Merry Christmas uh, to you and your family. Uh, Happy New Year's to everyone. Um, you know, I hope every, everyone has, uh, you know, some good downtime to spend with their families. Um, when we come back from this, you know, we're going to have a pretty... Uh, we're going to have a pretty short time until we're going to be watching a new Ghostbusters movie in theaters. And that's super exciting to think about. So, you know, everybody buckle up and get ready for that. And, uh, yeah, really excited to talk about it, but, um, that's all for now for Ecto one radio. I'm Andy and I have been your host and we'll catch you next time.